0: Hey everyone, it's your girl Breenie Lee And welcome to the Pep Talk Podcast Where we have real, real, raw, relatable conversations With the pep talk you need You have the power to create your future With the choices that you make today What do you bring to the table? Baby, I am the table Love yourself a little bit more than that, ladies Come on Dust settles, queens don't And don't forget, know your worth And then add tax Period. So today we are talking about emotional unavailability in us.
1: Oh, God
0: yes it's about to be about you this time so i recently came across this interview by angie martinez and it's an irl podcast i actually watched this interview when it first came out i was probably like one of the first 100 people to watch the video kim kardashian was being interviewed and i actually left a comment on the video which i'll get into a little bit later and it made me realize when i was watching the video the reason why i was able to psychoanalyze her is because I am emotionally unavailable. My name is Beanie Lee, and I am emotionally unavailable. When I put out my video PSA, we are no longer dating emotionally unavailable men, someone commented and they were like, the reason why we date emotionally unavailable men is because we are emotionally unavailable. If that person was in real life, I would have slapped her across the face because I was like, ain't nobody trying to hear that. This is about this guy that is emotionally unavailable. We ain't trying to hear anything about me being emotionally unavailable. It wasn't the first time that I heard someone say that if you are attracting or dating emotionally unavailable men, it's because you yourself are emotionally unavailable. And as hard as it is to hear, it has a lot of truth. So I kind of did some research on emotional unavailability and I kind of want to dive into that in this video. And it's so interesting because once you have a thought or you're thinking about something, it's like all these things start to confirm. You start watching another video or you're on Instagram and you're scrolling and you'll see something about emotional unavailability. Oh, it's like you start to see it more when you have a thought about something. And that's basically what's been happening to me with this whole emotional unavailability thing. And then get into emotional availability and how to spot it in yourself and how to heal from that or to move past that. It's not gonna be overnight because a lot of us have been emotionally unavailable for a very long time. It's usually a trauma response or a lot to do with our childhoods, as does everything stem from that place. So we're gonna watch the video. We're gonna watch the video and I'm gonna kind of pause it. I'm really gonna just play the beginning of the video and then maybe fast forward to some points. But anyway, this is kind of like a not spare the moment thing. i planned this video, but I'm not really sure what direction it's gonna go in. So we're just gonna press play. What I wanna do is point out some things that I saw because the interview is 58 minutes long. One thing that I wanted to point out, and I might add some clips, and there is that kim kardashian looks dead in the eyes and i noticed this with all of her interviews that she does she does this thing where she stares so intensely at the interviewer as to like warn them like don't you dare ask me anything that we have not planned to talk about i'm in control of this conversation and that's what she strikes me as and i think she's very controlled and she has this poker face that is quite intimidating but it's also like a defense mechanism and i assume it's to deal with a lot of the criticism that she receives and she said in the beginning of the video that she doesn't have a therapist and she's very strong. And I think she prides herself in being this strong soldier that God can trust to go through life's hardest battles. And I'm just like, sis, it's okay not to be okay. So I'm going to read what I wrote in the comments. So I said, Kim looks so sad, dead in the eyes, praying for her. She's had a rough year. Hopefully she can begin to open up and be more authentic. I'd love to see more of that side to her rather than just the poker face PR robotic answers. It's okay to be sad, Kimmy. Edit. I commented my initial thoughts only a few minutes of the interview, but having watched all of it, now I can definitely see a lot of emotional unavailability masquerading as strength or calmness, as she puts it not reacting to things is not strength at all shutting down or ignoring your true feelings is actually a trauma response and i know because i've lived like that for a long time it's also alarming that she does not have a personal therapist i don't even think that's a flex because she seems to be the quote unquote strong one in her family friends dynamic who does the strong one go to when they are weak i just hope she knows that it's okay to be human and not know what the right thing is to do. I also wish she would stop protecting Ye for the sake of the kids, because they are gonna grow up and see all the bad things their father said about their mother, but they aren't going to see anything about their mother defending herself or the one she loves. You can definitely address the things he said without stooping to his level. I just think this family always protect their men, and I think they learned this from Chris protecting Bruce and Robert. I don't dislike Kim, I just can't connect with her because the transparency realness factor is lacking. But hey, that's just my two pence. And I don't know what made me self-reflect after I wrote that comment or during the process of me writing that comment. I was like, I feel like this is me when I'm dating. (laughs) I feel like this is me when I'm dating. I won't say when I'm in a relationship because I haven't had a relationship since my two-year relationship ended, but I feel like that's how I am when I'm dating. I'm very much controlled. And the last person I dated said to me, I never know when, how you're feeling because you don't show it, and you don't say anything. And I just like, oh, I'm fine. Like, oh, if I don't say anything, it's because I'm fine. But I think I realized in that dating experience that this was like a couple months ago. And I say that about then but I think now, I've done a lot of work of actually being emotionally aware of the things that I do. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking in past tense because I feel like I am definitely becoming more emotionally available. But at the time, when I was dating that person, I was emotionally numb. And funnily enough, like I think I identified that because this group that I was hanging out with, when I first hung out with them, they were like, Really, you're so cold. Like you come across really cold and it takes you a while to warm up. And I'm just like, really? Like no one's ever said that to me before, but I can see how I come across to people in real life. Like I can be quite standoffish and it's not based on my personality is actually based on where I'm at emotionally. And I think prior to, you know, hanging out with those people and going out, this was like me going outside after like a long time of me not really enjoying myself or going out. And I realized like I was being quite abrupt and being quite stiff. And I acknowledged that, I guess I was feeling quite emotionally insecure or unstable in a sense that or emotionally unsure i wouldn't say insecure i'll say emotionally unsure like not kind of knowing like where i kind of stood or fitted in kind of thing me kind of over analyzing things and kind of staying up in my head was actually affecting my body which was making me come across quite cold guarded and emotionally unavailable when i was out which is no surprise i ended up dating someone else that was also Emotionally unavailable. And I think as I've been doing the self-work, I think I didn't realize how much my last relationship that ended in 2021 affected me because I went into that relationship so open and so free and so trusting that I felt that like when that openness wasn't accepted or it was judged. I actually shut down in the relationship. And so I think coming out of the relationship, I didn't realize that I had been hurt emotionally, like wounded, because when you are vulnerable with someone and they take your vulnerability and they use it against you or they don't embrace you, it hurts. And I feel like I'm having a therapy session just even talking to you guys right now. Yeah, it hurts and it hurt me. And so I think dating, after that, I was trying, but I was emotionally closed. Like I would date and I would talk to them and I would think we're getting deep because I'm sharing information. Like I'm being transparent and I'm sharing information, but I never, I have not let anybody else into my heart or been vulnerable as I was with my ex since then and that's almost two years ago. I'm not saying that you should or I should have been emotionally vulnerable with them because clearly they weren't the right one. However, going forward, or if they were the right one, they wouldn't have been able to get through to me because of my guardedness. And I don't think we realize how being emotionally unavailable as women actually affects us in so many areas of our lives, especially in relationships, relationships with others. So I'm gonna read off some of the things that I wrote down about emotional unavailability. And let me know in the comments if you see any of these things in yourself because I really believe that we are all walking around with our guards up, men and women, and we are all scared of being hurt because I feel like we're all at that age where we have all experienced some level of pain, hurt, trauma from someone we trusted. And so with this whole like gender war of women against men, men against women, there's a lot of fear between the sexes. And I don't think that's a healthy way to live because outside of a romantic relationship, men and women should be able to get on, not always see eye to eye, but have a healthy level of respect for one another but we are all like walking around closed like we're literally like trying to date people like this like we're both closed like and that's why this shit's not working because we're both closed and it takes a level of openness Vulnerability, transparency, in order for us to bond to each other. And so, being emotionally unavailable makes us rigid, it makes us masculine, and it makes us hard. So, you can be as pretty as you want to be, you can be as beautiful as you want to be, you can have the best makeup, the best hair, the designer bags, the cute outfits the nice car, the good job, the nice home. But if you're emotionally unavailable, if a guy cannot get through to you because of your hurt and your pain and your distrust for men, it literally means nothing. All of the outside external things that you have means nothing. And you're going to be unhappy because you're actually not connecting with anybody because your guard is up. So you can look like the most feminine woman, but be masculine because you're emotionally unavailable. And can I just say, this might be a bit controversial, but when you're emotionally unavailable, you can be sexy and seductive, but that's all you know to do. All you know to do is to have sex. Because sex does not always mean being intimate with somebody. When we women are emotionally unavailable, we can give our bodies without actually giving ourselves, our hearts. And I'm not saying that you should, but if you do not feel safe enough to give your heart to this guy, why do you feel safe enough to give your body? There has to be a disconnect somewhere. Think about it, you don't feel safe to be intimate with someone, as in give your heart, to give yourself to someone, but you feel comfortable to give your body to them. That should ring alarm bells. That should be like a red flag, red flag, red flag. You have never offered a man your heart, only your body. And that's why a lot of women end up in situations because it's easy. It's easier to be in something that is not serious, It's easier to play games than to be serious. Seriousness for emotionally unavailable people is too much to ask for because emotionally unavailable people are in pain. And what do I always say? Pain seeks pleasure. So the pleasure is actually a band-aid that you're putting over the pain, but the pain is still there. So when you roll over, you pick up your pants, you put on your bra, the pain is still there, even though you just enjoyed five minutes of pleasure. But your heart is so closed off to the person you're sleeping with, or the person that you're in a relationship with, or the person that you're dating, that you can't even give your full self, which means you're not being real, you're not being authentic, you're being fake. So whether this guy is the right guy or the wrong guy, he never gets to see you ever. And is it any surprise that they go ghost? That they don't call you? They don't call you back? <laughs> like this girl crazy. Like this girl would do anything for me. She'll give me anything but herself, but her heart. The last guy I was dating said to me and it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. He said, Brittany, you're too pretty to be this crazy. (laughs) He said, Brittany, you're too pretty to be this crazy. And I said, shit, I've turned into one of those ones. Because I spent the whole beginning of it just being like nonchalant, like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Like, no emotions, like, He's the same one that said to me like, I can never tell what you're thinking, what you're feeling because I didn't want to let him in. When I felt like he was slipping away, that's when the crazy turned on and I was like, (laughs) chasing after him like, don't leave me, don't leave me. oh, snap, I'm really exposing myself here. But I wasn't like, don't leave me, don't leave me. But I was doing a lot to get him back, as in get his attention back. And he was like, "Brini, you're too pretty to be this crazy. And I was like, snap. That's when it dawned on me, like, "Brini, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not okay. This is not you. But it's because I was emotionally unavailable. And it took me a while to wake up emotionally and before i could wake up emotionally he was already gone like he was already detached but some signs of emotional unavailability is you not feeling safe to be yourself and yes that has a lot to do with the person that you're dating or you're in a relationship with but that's also down to you as well and so when you're not comfortable being emotionally available you actually attract people that are just like you closed cold calculated all of the above because you're not showing up as yourself then you attract other people who are not showing up as themselves that are not honest that are not straight up that are not direct that won't keep it real with you because they're just mirroring you. And your unavailability drew them in to you. It's all magnetic, it's all energy. Your emotional unavailability drew you to that emotional unavailable person. And you may be like, well, I'm not a liar. I don't lie, I didn't lie to him. I didn't cheat on him, I didn't do this. I didn't I didn't ghost him but your emotional unavailability shows up in a different way. Your emotional unav- unavailability may show up in you being emotionally stingy or just being stingy full stop. Like you're almost playing a role and you're almost playing a game when you're out dating these 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 men. Like you're showing up as a character. You're thinking about who should I be as opposed to being yourself? Should I be that character on Instagram? Should I be that character that these other people tell me that I should be on social media? Should I be the B-I-T-C-H? Should I show up as the B-A-D-D-I? Should I show up as this? And you're overthinking, you're doing so much to show up as a person that you're not, that you're not actually showing up as yourself. So that guy, whether he's the right guy or not, never gets to see you for you because you don't even know who you are. You're not being real. You're not being transparent. You're not being open and you're not being honest. And I was I was with my friend the other day and she was like, why do I always attract these married men or these men who are not available? And I said, sis, sorry to break it to you, but it's because you're not available. You're not being yourself. And she was like, oh well shit then she was like what well that just smacked me across the face and i said sis i get it like that was me like a couple weeks ago that was me a couple months ago emotionally unavailable and why was i emotionally unavailable because i didn't realize that i'd been wounded i had been hurt in my past relationship so i was still bleeding I was still jaded Then you get online and you watch these other people talking about all this crap about women and then you listen to this podcast and you watch this show and this and this and this and you go out in the dating world and you realize that, wow, it's kind of difficult out here to meet someone and you just become jaded and you become hard. And that's the energy that you put out to the world. And even if you was to meet Mr. Right, he wouldn't even be attracted to you because he wouldn't be able to see you. And emotionally available, healthy men are not attracted to emotionally unavailable women. They are not. Why? Because they can't even see you imagine being in a room full of people and there's a guy in the background there's a guy there he's standing there but in front of him is a black screen so he's there but all you can see is the darkness all you can see is the hurt all you can see is the pain and that's what men are seeing when they look at you yes you're stunning yes you're beautiful yes you got it going on but you're not present. He can't see. You're not hair. When you go out, you don't radiate light. You don't radiate joy. You don't radiate peace. You don't radiate femininity. And I've told you this time and time again femininity is an energy, it's not a look. You could have on the cutest, pinkest pink outfit, hair done to the 50- 1950s hairstyle, and still be emotionally unavailable which means that you're not here. We can't see you, we can't enter here because you're unavailable. When you call someone on the phone and it says, line unavailable, you can't get past the unavailability because they're not there. I hope that's making sense to you guys, but we need to, in 2023, be emotionally available women so that the men that are looking for us can find us. So if, do you have a hard time expressing your emotions, your feelings? Do you bottle things up? Do you shut down? In psychology, we call it fight, fly or freeze. Do you know how you're feeling? Are you emotionally intelligent? Are you emotionally available? Can you pinpoint your feelings? And do you feel your feelings? I know for me, for a long time, I was able to express or pinpoint or name my feelings but I do not really feel them. I swept them under the carpet and the reason why I brought up the Kim Kardashian interview is because she reminds me of me thinking I'm strong but I'm just not dealing with it and a funny thing happened the other day. I had my eggs in a bowl outside the fridge underneath the cupboard and I was getting something out of the cupboard and something fell and it cracked the eggs and it cracked the bowl. And I looked at it and I looked away. I said, I can't right now. It cracked all my eggs and it cracked the bowl. I'm like, this didn't need to happen. This is annoying to me. And I realized in that moment, this is what I do with a lot of things in life. I say, I'm not dealing with this right now. And so I don't. Or when do I actually get around to actually dealing with them? And I don't. So something could have happened with a friendship and part of me is able to compartmentalize it To move on past the day. But then what begins to happen is all of a sudden I feel sad. I feel depressed. I'm out with this other friend and I don't trust her. Based on what this friend other friend did to me six months ago or a year ago, that I never even processed those feelings and emotions. So now it's coming out over here with someone that I actually can trust. And that's what happens when we don't process our feelings and when kim kardashian said this
1: so much energy around you and the, i i'm just fascinated how you manage it yeah um and do you manage it well and and how and what are the keys and i do manage it well mm-hmm. when i'm going through something i take a minute and i'm just like but because so much happens all the time mm-hmm. sometimes I don't have all, I I can't put all my energy into that. Mm -hmm. I do manage it well. Mm -hmm. And I think that I am probably the most calm person mentally, Mm -hmm. emotionally. You have to be. I just, yeah. And I think that like, if anyone can handle things that have come my way, it's definitely me. Doesn't mean that it's not hard and doesn't mean that I don't feel it. Opinions and when I see a lot of stuff, sometimes that kind of stuff gets to me. And I wish I was a bit stronger at that, but I do manage it well. Mm. You do manage it? No. You, yeah. You have to manage it well because yeah. people would quit. People would have breakdowns. They're, yeah. Uh, the, the amount of energy that you carry around you all the time, I don't think the, the average person could withstand in a, health, yeah. in a healthy way. And I've, and I've said that to mm-hmm. like family members mm-hmm. after like some shit's gone down. I was like, you guys, thank God this happened to me because if this happened to you, you'd be for the rest of your life
0: i was just like wow you're not actually being strong you're actually just not facing it and that's not strength it's actually weakness weakness is not a bad thing as long as you admit that it's weakness it takes so much strength to be vulnerable which is what people don't understand if you can walk around here with an open heart like my mum, god bless her is the most open-hearted person, I know, she feels things. (laughs) And I remember when I used to live at home, sometimes that would annoy me because I didn't feel things and I just shut things down. And so when she would be emotional, I would sometimes not know what to do about it and actually kind of despise it. Like, come on, mum, come on, you gotta be stronger than that. And it's like, no, let her have her moment of weakness. Emotions, Emotions may feel uncomfortable to you. Like how do you react when someone's crying? Do you want them to hurry up? You rush to give them tissue. Like I despise people that say to other people when they're crying, don't cry. No, let them cry. How do you react to emotions? That will show you if you are emotionally available or not. There was a situation that happened a few um, uh, days ago with my family. I'm trying to say it without saying it. Someone got emotional, and the other person didn't know what to do with the emotions, and they were like, "Just come on, like, just let it out." They were being very like harsh and direct about it. It showed me, like, show me like wow, why are we so afraid of feelings? Why are we so afraid of emotions? Why are we so afraid of weakness, vulnerability? It's actually okay. Another sign of emotional unavailability is that you struggle with self-love, you struggle with insecurity, so you hide. You don't think that you're good enough, so you hide who you are. So the person you're with never ever gets to see you, for you, and that can be you hide emotionally and you hide physically. Maybe you wear baggy clothes because you're insecure about your weight. Maybe you always wear makeup because you're insecure about your looks. Maybe you're always, always, always wearing your wig. Your man can't see you without your wig because you're insecure, because you're emotionally unavailable. You're hiding. And what hiding does, it keeps you small. It keeps you restricted. And no one can get close to someone like that And I don't think it's the responsibility of the person that you're dating to bring that out of you or to help you heal. There are some people that will help you heal, but a lot of people, especially people that have done their own work, are not gonna hang around for a long time to deal with your insecurities and your fears. And I don't think it's their responsibility to do it either. That's why it's so important that we Get healed before we date. We get healed before we get into relationships because you're going to bleed over people that did not hurt you. And it's nobody's responsibility to get you healthy but yours. Another sign that you're emotionally unavailable is that you have intimacy issues. So you look for every reason why this person that you're seeing is not the one. You're seeing red flags where there's no red flags. You're being extra precautious, and that fear just drives people away. It doesn't make them wanna come closer to you because they're like, I can't live like this. So truly, emotional unavailability is an intimacy issue. It's a lack of trust. It's a lack of feeling safe. It's a lack of being open and transparent and yourself with other people. And the final sign that you are emotionally unavailable is that emotionally available men scare the living daylights out of you, okay? When men are straight up, when they're forthcoming, you get scared. When they ask you direct questions, you don't wanna answer or you're precautious about why they're asking you that, you're being suspicious, you don't offer them anything. You don't give them anything. And you have a fear of emotionally available men. These men that you say you want scare you Because you, my friend, my sister, my love, are emotionally unavailable yourself. And so if you don't work on your emotional unavailability, you're going to keep on attracting emotionally unavailable men. Look back at your track record. The last two guys you dated, the last three guys you dated, were they emotionally available or were they emotionally unavailable? And the thing about dating men that are emotionally unavailable is that you can just point the finger at them and be like, yeah, this nigga. It's him. Like, it's him. He's the one with the issues. He's the one with the problems. He did this. He did that. He did this. It's actually a shield to shield you from your own reality. That the reason why you attracted this guy that's emotionally unavailable is because you're emotionally unavailable yourself. And that person can't hold a mirror to you because their mirror is dirty. They're not a true reflection because their mirror is dirty because they're also emotionally unavailable. But if you were ever to meet a man that was emotionally available, you'll realise it's your shit that was thinking the whole time. (laughs) Being emotionally unavailable can become a comfort zone for a lot of us because it's there to protect ourselves. We're not gonna get hurt there. It's safe there, it's safe to be aloof. It's safe to be a B-I-T-C-H. It's safe to act like you don't want what you do want. It's safe there to be unbothered, quote unquote. Anyone that says they're unbothered is bothered. Anyone that's truly unbothered doesn't say that they're unbothered. You are bothered, sis. And the reason why you are trying to be unbothered is because you want to protect yourself because if you actually did care about this person, if you did actually care for someone, you're afraid that this person will hurt you but you can't be in the loving relationship when you are guarding yourself and you should guard yourself from the wrong people but you shouldn't guard yourself from yourself. (laughs) because you can't selectively numb. You can't selectively close off your heart because if you close your heart off to hurt, you're also closing your heart off to love as well. And you say, well, when I meet the right person, then I'll become emotionally available. Well, the right person is not even gonna see you if you remain emotionally unavailable. And so I have one tip for you guys, one tip to becoming emotionally healthy and emotionally whole and emotionally available. And that is to start becoming vulnerable and open with a therapist. A therapist is impartial. They don't know you from nobody. And the funny thing for me is like, I'm obviously a public figure and it's very, very, very important to me that my therapist does not know me at all because then I can just be, I can just be myself. <laughs> I can be ugly. I can just pour out my heart and all my stupidity and all my bad decisions and everything and all the things that's happened to me, I can just be myself. but. Find a safe place and a safe person, whether that's a therapist, a counsellor, a pastor, a trusted friend, start being more open and vulnerable with them, and you'll soon see if they are a safe place, a safe place or a safe person is able to hold your feelings, hold your emotions, and not drop them, not say, Don't cry, you're gonna make me cry. I hate those people, don't cry, you're gonna make me cry. So I shouldn't cry because you're gonna cry. This is not about you, sis. It's about me right now, okay? And I need someone to be able to hold me while I fall apart. Everybody needs someone that will hold them while. I'll stay fall apart, because once I fall apart, I can put myself together and I can move on. If you never have a chance to fall apart, you can't be whole, not truly, not really whole. You can have an illusion of wholeness or an illusion of strength, like Kim Kardashian said in the video, Oh, I'm at peace now. I know what peace looks like and it's not that Kim Kardashian. And when Kim Kardashian talks, there's absolutely no emotion. If you watch this video, I hope I show some emotion. Like I like to frown a lot. My friends are doing Botox, but it's fine. I like to show emotion. When she speaks, she's like, I'm so excited. I'm like, can you tell your face that? Oh, I was so sad. Oh yeah, that's a great emotion. Yeah, you look sad, sis. (laughs) You look sad. And Kim Kardashian has been through so much. We've all been through so much. But to have this poker face and act like nothing affects you is not healthy. It's not strength. It's not strength, it's weakness, and you're gonna fall apart. I would hate for her to fall apart and it to be unrepairable. I would love for her to watch this video. Probably not gonna watch it, but you're watching it. And that's what's important to me. That if you're seeing any of these traits of emotional unavailability in yourself whilst you see it, let's deal with it. Let 2023 be the year that you deal with you and I guarantee a lot of you guys, and I feel it for myself, once that block of emotional unavailability is lifted, you will be a different person and when you're a different person, you will attract a different type of person Like your light will attract light. When you're emotionally jaded, when you're still hurt, when you're still hung up on your ex, when you're still talking to your ex, still entertaining your ex, these are all energy vampires sucking the energy out of you. And so you look like that. Maybe not physically, you can put all the make, you can buy all the makeup that Matt can make. But if you don't look inside you, as TLC said, and find out who am I to be so damn unavailable, and I'm making light of it, but I want the best for you guys, and it's something that I recently just learned, and it's crazy to even be able to be sharing this, but listen, I'm a human being just like you, honey. I'm not a therapist. I'm a coach, but I'm not a therapist and I deal with these things as well. I mean, therapists even deal with the things that they're talking about. So nobody's above these things, okay? None of us are God. None of us are strong all the time and we need help so my advice to you is to seek a therapist seek a counselor seek a friend seek one of your strong friends like not trying to be strong friends but actually strong friends that can hold you and one thing sarah jake said like a few years ago and i'll never ever forget it and it's like the saying says someone that can handle the weight of who you are and it's not going to be everybody so don't just go out and be open to everybody someone you can be yourself with you can be real with can let down your guards. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's gonna take time because if you're anything like me, that emotional unavailability is deep, like childhood deep. And like I spoke about in my last video, the emotional neglect that I faced as a child made me shut off my feelings because I didn't know how to process those feelings. Nobody ever taught me that it's okay to be upset. No one ever taught me it's okay to cry because the times in which I cried or I was upset I had to hold myself, I had to be upset by myself. I didn't know how to process emotions and feelings, so I numbed it out. But this is a year where we get emotionally free. Being numb is not the best place to live in, trust me. You may not feel hurt, but you won't feel love either. And everybody wants to feel love, we all want to loved so i hope you guys enjoyed this video please comment down below what you think about this can you see yourself in any of the things that i discussed or said comment below make sure you guys like the video subscribe to this channel this channel is going to be about healing this year like true 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 healing and we have to be honest with ourselves we have to be transparent with ourselves that's what i plan to do i hope my honesty has helped many of you Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Pep Talk podcast. It would mean so much to me if you can leave a review, rate this episode and I will see you in the next one. Stay fabulous, ladies.